0: An emergency hotline. Help! The idea of lining up super early for Black Friday sales is freezing me up. Don't get cold feet. Just get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep. You can get a cool 40% off your entire purchase in store right now. 40% off? Yes. And two days only, today and tomorrow, all long sleeve tees and all outerwear for the family are 50% off. 50% off? My holidays just got a lot more chill. Thanks. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Valid 1120 through 1121. 40% off, valid through 1122. In stores only. Excludes active tees and licensees, clearance gift cards, register, land item story, and two day only deals.
2: From Daytona Beach, Florida, this is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles, the radio show that covers the world of motorcycles and motorcycle racing. We're here to entertain you, inform you of new products, and enhance your love of motorcycling. Road race, flat track, touring, scooters, vintage, you name it, we discuss it right here on Talking Motorcycles. And now, here's your host, pro race announcer and third generation motorcycle rider, Barry Boone.
3: Hey, welcome back to the show. Riders call home. I'm Barry Boone. I am your host here on Talking Motorcycles. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you for listening to the show. And the cool thing is we know that you are tuning in when you want to because that is the beauty of Internet Podcast Radio. Thanks for listening. Show will be underway officially in just a moment. But first, we're going to begin with a little note for you. Okay, guys, ladies, men, trying to help you out here a little bit. All right. Guess what is coming soon? It's the Christmas season, right? And it's back to that old thing. What am I going to get so-and-so? who? What am I going to get him? What am I going to get her? It might be your dad, your mom, your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister, your best riding buddy, somebody you turn wrenches with, just a friend. It may be someone who you feel close enough to, to want to buy them a personal gift, but you don't know what to buy them. Let me recommend a recommendation. You can get this job done. You can give all your friends one of these. They'll all love you. They'll all be happy with your choice. And that would be a new Crosley desktop radio. Go to CrosleyBrands.com and click on the radios in the lower left-hand corner. Or go to CrosleyRadio.com. Either one will work and look at the great radios there. I might recommend a Solo or a Ranchero uh, for an affordably priced, very cool radio gift. And hopefully you'll use your Crossley radio to listen to the show. I just plug my laptop or my smartphone in when I'm listening to any podcast and uh, listen to it that way. It works out really great. The sound quality of the show really comes through because now we are broadcasting this show in high fidelity. Welcome to the show, everyone. Today, our guest is Rusty Butcher. He's a man with an ego problem, I call it. Why do I say that? Well, it's not like your typical ego problem. His ego problem is more of an alter ego problem. His name is Mark Atkins, and early in life, he began on a a journey that has led him to where he is now. God only knows where he's going, but you may know him as Rusty Butcher. He uh, has a premium clothing and leather goods brand uh, in the same name, and uh, it's all available at RustyButcher.com. But something happened to Rusty. Um, He was three years old when he started motocrossing, racing at four, and uh his at one point though, it all kind of came together for him. His obsession, his love for Harleys, and his love for jumping motorcycles collided. And uh that led to what is today Rusty Butcher. And he is he does amazing, amazingly beautiful riding on a Harley Davidson Sportster and an XG750. He's something to behold when he's on a motocross track. He can do things with a sportster you never thought possible. Perhaps I didn't know. Uh, how graceful and beautifully a Harley Sportster could be made to jump and the various things that Rusty does. Of course, he also races in the hooligan series and uh, is a real star in that show as well. And that's kind of where I encountered him or met him, was not met him personally, because I don't, I haven't met him. But that's where I first learned of Rusty, Rusty Butcher was watching some of the super hooligan stuff and going, who is this guy? Very good, just a character all around. But he creates some beautiful handcrafted leather goods, uh, he's got a real brand and it's really worthy of consideration, but I think you're going to enjoy it on his website. He's got a thing called tracker Tuesday and they do a video every week, uh, of, of him. Uh, he did a great commercial for Harley called morning donut, which is really cool. Part of the roll your own promotion that Harley's doing under black market. Uh, very, very interesting, very cool. He also has taught me something, uh, through his uh, website. I was looking at his X 750. You might know that as a, a, um, Uh, street 750 using stock swing arm, stock forks and stock frame. He took a street 750, which is I'll give it to you. It's an attractive motorcycle, but he turned it into a thing of beauty. That's under uh, the butcher's bikes uh, on the website. Worthy of a look. I think you too will be maybe motivated. Uh, What he did basically using again, stock fork, swing arm and frame and engine Uh, He used some Saddleman seat and Saddleman uh, rear uh, bodywork for the seat and a small 2.2-liter gas tank from a fuel-injected Sporty in place of the XG uh, standard gas tank and changed the bars. And I'm telling you something, it's a good-looking street tracker. It's a uh, good-looking flat-track bike, too, just with those changes that he's done. So I'm kind of encouraged, and now I'm kind of wanting to talk to Harley Davidson about getting me an XG 750 that I can do something similar to because I love the motor road one during bike week, very fun bike, very entertaining engine. I just would prefer it to look more like a tracker. And Rusty has shown us that can be done. And actually I think, you know, from looking at his bike, I think you could do it pretty much affordably at home. Uh, we, so that is our guest tonight, Rusty Butcher. You uh, may know him as that or Mark Atkins. He's going to be joining us in a moment to talk about his life, his adventures, and the type of real passion and fun he has for motorcycling, and isn't that the purpose of this show, to get to know the people that power the industry? He is one of those people. Uh, A couple of side notes before we get to our guest on the program uh, in this edition. First of all, I get asked some questions from time to time. What do you ride? What do you wear when you tour? Uh, Those are two very common uh, things. What, what, What do you have in your garage? What do you like to ride? Um, Well, living in Daytona Beach, the beautiful thing is it's average 70-degree daytime high in the three coldest months of the winter, average of 60 degrees overnight low in the three coldest months, so I get to ride all year, so that's good. When I lived in Kentucky up in Owensboro prior to my new life here in Daytona about eight years ago when I made my move, uh, part of the winter at least, when the snow was on the ground, you were in the garage doing your needed maintenance and polishing and waxing and stuff. Here in Florida, you got to really buckle down and find time to do that stuff because you can ride all the time, and I do. I don't own a car. I ride everywhere that I go. It's really great. My uh, go-to city bike probably is a 1971 BMW R50 5 toaster tank. I'll be blogging on that soon, talking about that bike a little bit. Posted a picture on my Instagram page today and Facebook about the simple beauty of the Airhead BMW engine. It's just beautiful to me. Not everybody's going to agree. Um, spend a lot of time riding, uh, the 58 Harley Davidson FLH F for foot shift, uh, duo glide panhead that belonged to my wife's father. He bought it new, uh, in 1959, January, and it's hundred percent original unrestored. We love that motorcycle, um, Got to do a little wrenching on it. Coming up here, I think tomorrow or so, uh, changing the exhaust system to a two-in-one system. The factory rear header finally broke after 58 years and 52,000 miles. And I like the sound of a two-in-one, so I think I'm going to put the available at the time, matter of fact, standard exhaust at the time, two-in-one headers on it. But at least that's two of the motorcycles in the garage. I'm not going to go into that too much. Um, what what do I wear? Not going to go there now, but I will in a subsequent episode. Uh, the wife and I have gear that we wear, depending on weather conditions, how far we're going, what we might encounter on the ride. Gear is everything from safety uh, standpoints and your comfort, which also equals safety in a way. And the third question I get asked a lot is, hey, how do I find your show? This would be people I meet who've been told I have a radio show. And because it's Internet based, anybody in the world can access it any time right there on their phone or their laptop. The easiest way, if you have an iPhone, you already have an app on your phone. There's a little purple square comes from the factory on your phone with a microphone in the middle. That is a podcast app. You click on that. You open the little magnifying glass, the search engine and you type in talking motorcycles with Barry. Our shows pop up immediately. You simply click on the largest logo at the bottom of the page and hit subscribe. And every show we've ever done 150 or more shows will be right there accessible to you. Anytime you want, they don't take up any of your data uh, because they're not actually in their in your phone. They're just available to you for immediate access, though it is easy to click on the cloud of a particular show and download it into your phone if you're flying and you don't have Wi-Fi or you don't want to use you know, Wi-Fi or you can't get Internet service. No problem. Um, You just listen to it right out of your phone. I plug mine into a Crosley radio. You might Bluetooth yours into something and listen to it. That's the way most people access the show. Three most frequently asked questions for you right there. Today, I had a meeting this morning at nine o'clock on the other side of Daytona, and I rode the R50 slash five. Folks, it's so beautiful here right now. It was 65 degrees and sunny, put on a leather jacket, pair of jeans, uh, pair of boots, gloves, helmet, boom, out the door I go. The old slash five is running good in these cooler temps and whatever, wherever you live, I hope you're able to ride, um, this week right now. I also, uh, Hope that you um, have that needed time in the garage to do the maintenance and stuff. But get out there and ride if you can. If you can't, come down to Florida. We got bikes. You can ride some of ours. I mean it. Um, so this this show is powered by Crosley Brands. Again, great time of the uh, year to be ordering those Christmas presents. Go online to CrosleyRadio.com. They also have furnishings, by the way. But I'm talking radios here today. Go online. Pick out a great radio or three or four. Use them for gifts. Order them now. You can get them at amazon.com. A lot of brick-and-mortar stores are carrying Crosley brands now. They are the largest brand in the world of vintage-inspired radios, turntables, and jukeboxes with uh, modern electronics on the inside. Listen, just trust me. Give somebody a Crosley for their office desk, for their garage, uh, for whatever room in the house you think they'd utilize it. Just give a Crosley. You'll be the hero And they will love you for it. We're getting set to go to break. We'll be joined when we come back by Mark Atkins, a.k.a. Rusty Butcher. What? You never heard of him? Well, we'll all know a lot more about Rusty Butcher at the end of this show than we do right now. And I, for one, am looking forward to knowing more about Rusty. I think I mentioned this, but uh, RustyButcher.com is a great place for you to go if you want to uh, look at some of the cool videos that are there look at his bike builds, just learn more about an interesting guy who we're all going to learn more about coming up in just a couple of moments. Don't go away. Talking Motorcycles is live today in Daytona Beach, Florida to you. Enjoy. We'll be right back.
2: Crosley Brands is the leader in vintage-inspired home entertainment with a wide range of vinyl record players, radios, jukeboxes, as well as an ever-expanding line of indoor and outdoor furniture and garden decor. Today, you may know Crosley for the solid reputation they've established over the past 30 years with the well-known catalogers, retail stores, and online merchants. Tomorrow, you'll know Crosley for the products they've only begun to dream about today. Crosley, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Visit CrosleyBrands.com That's CrosleyBrands.com
3: Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America. How many did? Oh, really? You're kidding. Awesome. I'm told we have now hit 100,000 listeners. Uh, that is really an amazing number. If you'd have told us uh, three years ago in January when we started this show, we'd have 100,000 listeners. Honestly, I would have laughed at you. And now we do. And I'm I'm so proud of that. And I guess I just need to say thank you to all of you who support the show. Share it on your social media. Share it with your motorcycle friends. Uh, And just listen, it's just so cool that we have 100,000 listeners to this radio show. Not at one time always, don't get me wrong, not saying that. I'm just saying we have hit a 100,000 listens uh, point and we are very excited about that. Okay, our guest is online, he'll be here in just a minute. Want to first tell you that this quarter hour of the program is brought to you by Dunlop Motorcycle Tires. And while we're talking about Dunlop, I've been I've been wanting to discuss this for a long time. So I'll just take a minute or two here and tell you this. If you are restoring a vintage motorcycle or if you already have a vintage motorcycle and it's coming up for that time, you know, when you get to buy tires, like for your car, your truck, uh, your sport utility, I have to buy tires. When it comes time for tires on a motorcycle, honestly, isn't it like, oh, I get to buy tires? Well, If you've got an Airhead BMW, a Triumph, a BSA, a Norton, any number of things, a garage build bike that you're kind of needing and wanting new tires for, let me just call your attention to the TT100. Uh, It's also known as a K81. Uh, It's a motorcycle tire that is thought to be, In 1968, 1969, 1970, and through the 70s and into the 80s, it was a tire that was obligatory performance upgrade and the tire of choice for a sport street motorcycle all through the 60s and 70s, the late 60s, due to their shape and a relatively sticky compound. It was originally introduced in 1968 as the Roadmaster K81 by Dunlop Rubber Company Limited, now known as Dunlop Motorcycle Tire, the tire was renamed, though, the TT100 uh, because it was the first production tire to average a lap over the ton. It did over 100 miles an hour at the Isle of Man TT in 1969, ridden by Mark Uphill, uh, Thruxton Bonneville, I believe it was. Fastest lap of 100.37 mile an hour going on to win the 750cc class uh, production race. And that feat was repeated in 1971 by uh, Ray Pickerel, averaging over 100 on a Triumph Trident Slippery Sam replica, a modified version of the tire that uh, of the bike that the tire was originally actually designed for. Uh, The tires were standard on. BSA and Triumph, outstanding grip back in the day, and identical tread patterns front and rear. No longer did you have a ribbed front
4: tire. You could actually have the
3: same matching tire pattern, history tire. If you really want a vintage-appearing tire, but you want it to truly work, wet or dry, let me just recommend the TT100 or K81 slash TT100. You can read all about it by Googling that or uh, looking up uh, Dunlop motorcycle tires. Amazing things on... Hello, Rusty.
1: Hey, how's it going? I think I'm kind of losing reception here.
3: Hello? Hello, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you now.
3: All right, good deal. Welcome to the show, buddy. Good to have you on finally. I've wanted to get you on for some time now. How's your day out in Corona, California, if that's where you're at?
1: local park right
3: now it's nice the spinning circle now i think you're good let's welcome him officially okay mark atkins um... are you there welcome are you at home I hear Mark. You all hear Mark? I hear wind.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm here. Yeah, I think uh, right, AT&T is doing some some work on the cell towers over here.
3: <laughs> well, you're, you're loud and clear right now, so now it's good to have you uh, hooked up here on the show. So where are you? Are you at home, and is home Corona?
1: Yep. I live in Corona, California, and uh, my shop's pretty much seven miles from here in Corona, too.
3: Very cool. Been through there many times on my way uh, out to L.A. Uh, to announce some uh, flat track motorcycle races and been through Corona many times. I think you're right near I-15, right? I see the exit for Corona every time I go through there.
1: Yes, sir. Right off the 15. 15 and um, 91 tell me freeway.
3: So. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'd seen that exit. I've never really been to Corona, but I've been near there. Usually by the time I get there, I'm I'm out there on the slab mixing it up with bazillions of other other motorists. That's a heck of an environment to ride <laughs> motorcycles out there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but then you want to get a little, little scary to to ride a bike on all the time. There's a million cars here, and it's always jam-packed.
3: Yeah, every time I've been there, it's just been wall-to-wall, and it's kind of urban combat. But I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I actually like it. You know, it's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> tell me something. How did you discover motorcycles and when?
1: I started riding motorcycles when I was three years old. Um, my dad borrowed a motorcycle, a little PW50, when I was three, and uh, took me out to a local like, abandoned, I, I guess it was just a dirt field at the time, um, and taught me how to ride when I was three years old. And then uh, from there, it just kind of kept growing and growing. I think uh, I started racing uh, 50s when I was four years old, and then um, kind of grew through my whole life racing motocross. I used to uh, practice two times a week, race on the weekends. And I did that all the way until I was about 18 years old on uh, dirt bikes.
3: How old are race you now? Mark?
1: Uh, I am 29. Just turned twenty nine in October. You yeah, child, I'm so you close
3: to 30, <laughs> you're a child. Hey, um, I did your like dad, <laughs> I hear you, man. I do. Did your dad ride too?
1: Yeah, my dad grew up uh, riding motocross, too. He also did a lot of surfing and stuff like that. And um, he's kind of done on kinds of stuff since he was a kid. And, uh, yeah, he, I'm kind of stoked that he passed that on to me.
3: Yeah, my dad did, too. And so many of us, I think, we have a dad or an uncle or somebody in the family, sometimes moms. You know, there's been some women over the years that have loved motorcycling and shared that with their children. And, yeah, me, too. It's really cool to have that kind of history going back and looking at pictures of your dad and stuff. I do that frequently when he was younger and riding. Um, so from, from there, somewhere along the way, um, you – and I don't know what happened in between, but when did you start or get the idea that it would be cool to uh, do such things on a motocross track on a Harley-Davidson Sportster?
1: Well, that, uh, that's actually kind of a long story um tell it i've uh, kind of own, owned my own brand since i was 15 years old i think uh, my only job i've ever had was at a bicycle shop when i was like 13 or 14 um i started a brand back in the day and then i uh, partnered up with someone a little bit long down the road and then um truth be told i ended up getting that company taken from me and uh ended up in a lawsuit battle and this and that. So at the time, I had a ton of vintage Harleys. I was into all vintage. So I had my Panhead, my Shovelhead. I had a K-Model. I had an old XLCH that I had. I had a ton of bikes. And um, I had a uh, yard sale everything. I literally had to start from the beginning, and I kept one bike. I sold my dirt bike, so I kept the Sportster. So uh, it was kind of like a chopper at the time, and um, kind of got bored of riding it that way. So I kind of hiked up the suspension, uh, did a little couple mods on there that I wanted to do. And then uh, ended up going to abandoned dirt bike track down the street from my house and filmed a little video on my phone by just setting it up on rocks and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> threw it up online. when <laughs> I got back and uh, threw it up on Instagram. And I think I had maybe 8000 followers with this new brand at the time about three years ago. And I saw it went like wildfire there was hundreds of comments, there was tons of likes, and I was like, huh, this is kind of cool, and it was super fun filming the video. I'm going to do this every Tuesday. So every Tuesday for about eight months straight, I filmed a Tracker Tuesday video, and that's kind of what I'm known for. And that was just me going out, trying anything and everything I could do on that sports And I've done some stuff that I for sure shouldn't have on that thing.
3: (laughs) Well, there's uh, no doubt. I've seen – I've seen some of those videos yeah. and, and, um, but you know what? It's, it's, what's interesting to me watching the videos. And by the way, you can see them too, folks at rusty com. Uh, what's interesting to me though, is just how well you've got that sportster, a pretty stock sportster. It looks like it's got some, uh, longer shocks and probably some suspension mods in the front too, but damn, that thing looks pretty good Basic. on those jumps.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my pet peeve that I've always had was, um, to try to make my bike look as stock as possible, but uh, still perform. So at the end of the day, anyone can take a look at my bike and be like, hey, I can do that because he obviously has stock suspension on it and some rear shocks. I don't really go too crazy with suspension and all that. And I kind of figured out a way to jump them to where as long as I hit, <laughs> obviously don't come up short or anything, but it'll work out perfect.
3: Yeah, you don't want a pancake on the top of a one of those jumps, probably with one of those beats. But it's because the Sportster is oh, not a man, Sportster's no. not a lightweight bike, but it has got one of the coolest power plants I think in the universe.
1: Oh, it's my favorite bike. I love them. I think I own uh, eleven Sportsters right now. <laughs> so, Do you, did yeah, you? Did you, did you ever? Favorite.
3: Did you ever go back, Mark and? Think about buying or replacing one of the old pans or shovels and getting an old vintage Harley to enjoy on a Sunday afternoon.
1: Oh, man, that's the thing I battle all the time. So one of those bikes that I ended up selling was, actually went to a good cause. I sold my 1957 Panhead. that I, mm-hmm. got, I bought it off Craigslist and pieced it all together with all original parts, but I made it like a 60s cell chopper. It was just like slimmed down. Um, I sold that one to pay for my wedding. And then oh, cool. one thing I did keep off of that was the gas tank. So I have the original gas tank that I had, which is a really odd piece. It's a uh, got lead flames molded in it. It was done in the 60s sometime or another. And um, someday I'm going to build that bike again. And I've tried three different times already, and I've almost gotten it there and gotten rid of it. But uh, I have the seat and uh, the tank right now. so. Pretty much just add gas and it'll start running again.
3: <laughs> I tell you what, those those panhead motors are just incredible. The feel of the pan, the sound of the panhead. And our panhead's 100% oh, man, original FLH. I, I love them too. And ours is original, 100%, front to rear. No, hardly any restoration has been done. And you know what's amazing is how modern the bike really is. I mean, yeah, the brakes come up a little short. Uh, compared to a modern bike but gosh it's so smooth and just delivers a beautiful power it's it's awesome package and pretty durable
1: oh yeah i love it my panhead was like my pride and joy i rode that thing everywhere i I can't imagine
3: having to sell one that had to hurt (laughs) my nose a little bit crazier (laughs)
1: looking than original (laughs) (laughs) hey i like it three foot tall uh i think they're superior exhaust and i had like a three foot tall sissy bar that matched it and yeah, it was pretty tough looking.
3: <laughs> did it have ape hangers on it? Because I know you like tall bars anyway.
1: Oh, yeah, it did. I had apes. I had a stock Springer. It was all chrome Springer. And then I had a 18-inch rear wheel, 21 front. It was beautiful. Stock motor, oh, stock frame, wishbone frame. Love it. Yeah, that was, that was my baby.
3: Sweet. I actually well, made a um, T-shirt
1: about that design or i made a t-shirt about that bike and uh, i had me on it as a grim reaper and then my wife on the back and it said till death do us part and then i ended up selling it that's how <laughs> but it went to a wow. good talk, so was okay
3: <laughs> i got you um well back to your partnership for a minute that didn't work out you know it, it has been said that a partnership is the only ship in the world that won't float
1: yep i agree on that one i've uh I was a young kid, and he was the older businessman, and I learned a lot. Um, I lost a lot on that one, but at the end of the day, that's all life lessons to me. and I'm standing here with a new brand on my own, and I'm doing good, and no one else can say anything to me now. It's just me.
3: Uh, see, that's it. And um, a Stradivarius is first a block of wood that has to be cut with a knife, and that's how I look at things like that, you know, the pain of the moment. Uh, only creates a stronger, better human being, you know, down the road. It's uh, it's those things we learn the most from, I believe, maybe even more so than our successes sometime. Um, I got to take Agreed. a commercial break. We are just getting started with you. Can you hang on? I'm going to take a quick break. Yep. Okay, cool. We are talking to Mark Atkins, um, who you may know as Rusty Butcher And yes, he is a part of that hooligan motorcycle gang that's been uh, terrorizing dirt tracks all around California and now all across the USA. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. We're going to talk about his cool products in the leather shop. And we're going to talk about a whole lot more uh, with Mark Atkins, alter ego Rusty Butcher. When we come back, this portion of the program brought to you by Dunlop Motorcycle Tires. Now's the time. Now's the time. Take a picture of your motorcycle posted on any one of our facebook instagram twitter pages any of our social media platform include the hashtag ride dunlop maybe make a comment about the show if you want to but that's optional and you will be entered because next week on the show we are going to give away a brand new set of dunlop motorcycle tires we're going to do it every week between now and the end of the year enter enter now Find us on social media, post that picture, and hashtag Ride Dunlop. You know what? We're talking about five or 600, depending on what you ride and what tires you choose. We'll be right back in just a moment with much more with Rusty Butcher.
2: Crosley Brands is the leader in vintage-inspired home entertainment with a wide range of vinyl record players, radios, jukeboxes, as well as an ever-expanding line of indoor and outdoor furniture and garden decor. Today, you may know Crosley for the solid reputation they've established over the past 30 years with the well-known catalogers, retail stores, and online merchants. Tomorrow, you'll know Crosley for the products they've only begun to dream about today. Crosley. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Visit CrosleyBrands.com. That's Crosley Brands.
3: Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America.
4: This isn't the sound of an engine, it's the sound of a moment, an experience, of your heart beating stronger than ever. It's the sound of discovering more. This is the sound of the 2017 Harley-Davidson touring bikes taking you on an unforgettable journey, powered by the all-new Milwaukee 8 engine, and equipped with a new suspension that gives you more confidence, comfort, and control, so you feel the difference. Discover more at h-d.com and live your legend. Compared with original equipment 2016 touring models.
3: In 1958, the Harley-Davidson that I'm riding, uh, the Duo Glide Panhead, received rear shocks, and uh, it was a Hydro Glide before that year, and after that, it became the Duo Glide. And everybody liked that name. It really, that that Hydro Glide, Duo Glide, it was market-friendly. People really took to it. They got it, you know, Duo Glide. It had good suspension at both ends. Well, then in 1965, the only year that the Pan had had electric start, as a matter of fact, Harley-Davidson put an electric starter on that motorcycle, and it became known as the iconic Glide motorcycle, and that was in 1965. and It had but one mission, and that was to make the ride a cosmic leap beyond anything the rider had experienced before in terms of function and comfort. And believe me, it is. I mean, in 1965, it was the long-distance mile eater that the market was ready for, and now millions of miles later, and with everything that Harley-Davidson has learned throughout the years building those motorcycles, they've added features, one-touch saddlebags, GPS infotainment, uh, amazing airflow, and so on. But what really happened was, in 2017, uh, they've, they've kept the iconic look and distinctive sound and massive torque, Uh, which is instantly recognizable of the Harley Big Twins. But the Milwaukee 8107 and the Milwaukee 8114 engine from the Screaming Eagle uh, has taken that bike to a place it has never been before. The most powerful, coolest running engines Harley-Davidson has ever built. Trust me when I tell you they're smoother, stronger, more durable, crisper throttle response, a truer, classic, cleaner sound, four valves per cylinder, single chain-driven cam, dual spark plugs, counterbalanced, and rubber mounted. It has got the feel that you have been looking for. And if you're a Harley Davidson rider who has not experienced one, I highly recommend you go take one for a test ride at your local dealer. And if you ride a BMW or a Kawasaki Concours or any other type of touring motorcycle, this may be the year that you say, okay, I'm going to give the Harley Davidson a shot. And this quarter hour of the program is brought to you by my friends at the Harley Davidson Motor Company and our guest on the show, is Mark Atkins, uh, better known uh, out there in the world as Rusty Butcher. And uh, first of all, Rusty, gosh, uh, kudos on your cool leather designs and and your cool products. I got to get some of that stuff. I'm looking on your website. It's pretty awesome.
1: (laughs) Thanks, man. One more thing about that Milwaukee 8. I just uh, got back from a trip from Milwaukee and got to test ride those things. They are pretty fun. And I've never ridden any kind of bagger or anything in my life. And I was (laughs) fooled.
3: Well, the the engine's got so much power. And one of the cool things about it, this is a little thing to some people, but it's big to me. When you roll up to a stoplight, you pull a clutch in, the idle on a twin cam was 1,050. And the idle on the uh, Milwaukee 8's down to 850. So it's got that low, uh, loping idle. But, man, that counterbalancer, I think they got that weighting just perfect. It's got just the right amount of vibes to make it feel just proper. But that motorcycle's got some torque and some horsepower. It's, it's pretty amazing. Did you get any interstate time on it, like 80-mile-an-hour road work?
1: I might not say that I was going way
3: faster than that, but um, <laughs> I got some time on it, for sure. I hear you. <laughs> I, I hear up, you. Uh,
1: I ended up, uh, we were going to a drag strip, but it was rained out, and they were going to let us drag race them.
3: Wow, but, cool. Uh,
1: we, rode, we rode all the way there in the rain, and it was fine. Big old windshield in front of me, and I didn't feel nothing.
3: Oh, yeah, life is good on a dresser for sure. And uh, we we two <laughs> upped on one from, from Daytona out to uh, uh, Santa Rosa to announce the mile at, in October and back. And, man, that thing on the road like that for days on end is just really cool. Um you know what yep. I'm I'm su- super impressed with um on your website let me see if we go back right now and look at it to kind of refresh my memory a little bit but on your website there's a picture of a uh Street 750 ZG750 that you have built into a uh, probably a flat track weapon I'm thinking have you hooligan raced that uh XG750 is that what you do with it or what
1: Yep um I actually got that one from my good friends at Quaid Harley Davidson uh i built that bike in two weeks wow so i built that to race um flat out friday which is in milwaukee actually <clears throat> it's an indoor coke syrup track
3: yep and um
1: that one was la- or, uh seven months ago and then i just got back like a month ago from racing the second flat out friday and ended up winning that one the first one i got second place and i literally got beat by two feet so I was out for a vengeance, and then um, the last one I ended up winning, and kind of killed it. So I was pretty excited and wow. I was on that 750.
3: Well, I tell you what, I love that motor. I rode one during bike week down here when Harley had their demo fleet in, I was super impressed with how it acted down low and in the higher RPM uh, range. But it looks to me like what you have done is you've shown all of us. You've shown me something. I'll speak for myself. But basically... As far as I look at this motorcycle, primarily we're talking a saddleman seat and a rear tail section and a 2.2-liter Sportster tank. Isn't that about what you've done to the bike? I mean, is that a stock frame I'm looking at with no modifications?
1: Yep, that's a stock frame, stock swing. Um, turned up some stuff on the rear tail section, added a couple bars for that saddleman seat, and then uh, I put a Sportster 39-mil front end on it. And uh, I got some speed merchant trees for that. The neck on the 750 is an inch longer than the Sportster, so he made me an inch longer stem, which I think he sells those now. And then uh, I run 1919 wheels on that, so I laced up a Sportster rear hub to it and kind of did a little spacer on the left side. But nothing too I crazy. I love it.
3: I love it. It's um, it's pretty much a stock swing arm, stock frame motorcycle that, that looks just right. Uh, I've quizzed the motor company about the prospect of building – a a street tracker version of that bike and i'm actually hearing that 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 could be a possibility uh in the near future i'd like to see that would you
1: oh yeah that's kind of what i was hearing on my end too
3: (laughs) that's pretty exciting stuff i mean the bike looks the part and we know the engine's got what it takes so and we'll see what happens with the flat track motorcycle this year i they haven't made any official announcement but the rumblings are all that they've got a Three good veteran riders for the uh, Harley Flat Track team, and um, and I think they're all going to be on uh, XG 750Rs this year, don't you?
1: Yeah, that bike's awesome. The pro version of my bike is amazing. I sit there and stare at it every time we're at a Harley event.
3: <laughs> yeah, me too. And you know, uh, with Vance and Hines, they could do a number of miraculous things. Basically, on your website, there are three bikes pictured. One is your Sportster 1200 race bike, which. With that little tiny tank, it just looks so badass. And then um, there's your jumper bike. And the jumper bike, again, pretty stock, you know, for, for what you do. But you run your bars really high on your jumper bikes. What's up with And even your flat track stuff, what's up with that?
1: Um, On flat track one, I'm running uh, just two-inch risers now with uh, a little extension that pulls the bars a little bit closer to me. And then I'm actually running Vortex flat track bars now, the higher ones. And okay. um, I don't know, it just feels comfy. I'm just kind of used to that one, and they're super wide. And then on my jump bike, um, <clears throat> normally when I jump, I stand up. So that's kind of like where my arms felt comfortable at the time. And uh, I kind of okay. got used to it. I run six inch risers on that one with uh, two inch riser bars. And then I literally, two days ago, just swapped them to four inch to try that out. But um, do, it you, just uh, do you? feels comfy.
3: I got you. Do you do um, a whole lot of or much public jumping on the on the Harley jump bike? Uh, not just videos, but I mean, do you get out there and do some stuff in front of the public on that?
1: Um, I've been approached a couple times on doing that. Um, I'm open to it. <laughs> uh, I just got yeah. approached to do uh, Harley Night in uh, New Mexico and uh, kind of talking with them about it. And I've had the idea to buy a ramp and make a portable ramp and stuff like that, but uh, my busy schedule might not be able to uh, t- obtain that, I guess you would say. But um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I I just, at the end of the day, I just like going around, ripping around with my friends. Uh, that's always my favorite. Riding on the road's cool. Going riding daily on a Harley's cool. But at the end of the day, I like just showing up to a weird spot that's empty and I get to do my own thing.
3: Yeah, I get it. That's definitely cool. You mentioned Flat Out Fridays. I'm going to take a minute and, man, say kudos to those guys. They've had two super successful sold-out type events up there. Who would have ever thought in the middle of winter in Milwaukee uh, you could uh, produce that kind of crowd? I, my hat's off to them. I think it's great.
1: Oh, yeah, that's probably one of the funnest races we've ever been to, and the fact that we're a I, – I put in quotations in my fingers right now – we're a factory earl harley team i guess you would say for hooligan racing um we're uh-huh. trying to get the red carpet when we go out there
3: oh i bet you do so um,
1: like it's the motherland to us now
4: <laughs>
3: yeah i get it and i think that's so cool uh the hooligans in general i i find that very interesting i think they're creating a desire in people that normally would sit in the grandstands to get out there and try flat track and I believe they're at the same time creating a little bit of a flat track movement among people who might have never even heard of that sport.
1: Agreed. Um, this whole Hoogan thing started out in the beginning with just me and a buddy, Chris Wiggins, and uh, Suicide Machine Co. We kind of just, someone let us on the track one day and were like, okay, yeah. So we, don't know, so to we kept spawning. On the, on the right? Showing up to Harley Night. And it ended up like more and more bikes at every event. And we just kept going and going and going. And any other track that would let us in there, we ended up racing on. And then that turned into racing in Sturgis, racing in Oregon uh, for Dirtquake, racing in Texas. I got to race X Games. And it's just spawned into this whole crazy movement that we had no idea that was ever going to happen.
3: And the rumor mill has, and I'm not going to go any further than that, but the rumor mill has a, um, a, a bike week event here in Daytona beach as well for the hooligans. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Cause I don't know that they've announced anything, but I think people need to stay tuned for that because I believe that will be a seriously successful event here in Daytona beach during bike week. Don't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think pretty much any big motorcycle event now is, uh, Hold
3: on! There's a giant plane flying above me. Yeah, we hear that.
1: Uh, I think all the big, <laughs> I think all the big bike events now are starting to have hooligan racing. It's just kind of smart. I think a uh, majority of the hooligan racers that show up to events have uh, giant followings online, and we bring a lot of people in the seats, and it's just kind of good, entertaining, fun. Either it's gonna yeah. be a good race or it's gonna be a big crash.
3: It's <laughs> gonna be one way or the other. It's it's wreckers yeah. or checkers. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and exactly. I noticed, I've i noticed that you guys are killing it on social media, too. I mean, I don't know. How have you grown your social media? I think a lot of people would be interested in knowing that.
1: Well, um, I pay attention to all the little things and like that that no one else does. Uh, social media is my biggest job. It um, takes all day. I try to post every three hours if I can, but... Um, <clears throat> Pretty much, social media came for me was the tracker videos. I started doing one a week, and then I noticed that people wanted to start posting them. So I started grabbing a couple sponsors and a couple people who wanted to work with me, and I noticed they had big followings. So every week, if I flooded all of these people who would post my videos, I think at the time, one to two million people a week would see me based on their followings, my fault, follow- like all that. So imagine one to two million people a week seeing rusty butcher they're going to f- eventually end up following me and i think we're about um about to hit hundred thousand hundred thousand here pretty soon and falling man for that
3: is so cool that is so cool i love it i love it um yeah, uh, Chris, uh, my friend Chris and yours, Chris Coon over at Harley Davidson. He's the one that clued me into what you were doing. He said you got to check out Rusty Butcher, man. And he said this guy has it going on. And so then I went to your website <laughs> and I started reading and watching some of your YouTube videos. And I'm like, you know what? This is what it's all about. Did you watch Harley and the Davidsons?
1: Oh yeah, that was amazing.
3: And all was, right, uh, so
1: super awesome show. And literally right after that, I went to the Harley Museum, which is even cooler.
3: <laughs> i'm going there soon we're going to do a show from there uh we've already got that worked out we just don't have the win i'm, I'm excited about doing a show from the harley museum um but you know when, there, when I uh, see,
1: make sure to tell when you're there make sure to tell gino that we said hi he's the man over there okay
3: okay i'll do that i you know, uh, make a note of it right you
1: know. now yeah gino's a man
3: all right, we'll do. Um, the thing that I see as a, a common thread or a link is this: um, what hooligans represents is exactly what. Those early racers back in the 19 and the 19-teens in America represented. It's taking a street motorcycle, taking a motorcycle meant to be ridden in the cow pastures, if you will, and racing. And it just bears out what I've always known to be true, that the first motorcycle race happened when the second one was built. And there's just a lot of similarities between your movement and that movement, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, agreed here on that, too, man. We're all just uh, normal dudes. And that's, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of pro riders and stuff race us and stuff like that, but I think this class should be just normal dudes because no one wants to go to the line that just finished building their bike in the garage and racing against some pro racers who won a million flat track races. Which it's awesome they want to do that, anymore, but I think this class should speak to the just normal Joe Schmidt who wants to go out there and smash his bike into his friend's bike.
3: I truly. I truly couldn't agree more. And, um, I also think though, that when you put those, like the, you've run, you guys have raced with some grand Nash at some grand national flat track AMA pro events now American flat track. And I, uh, there've been all kinds of different perspectives on that on social media amongst the hardcore flat track fans. Some love it. Some hate it. As for me, <laughs> yeah. as for me, I love it. Just, I think it just, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think in the flat track community, if they, if they didn't open their arms and brace up, they definitely don't like us. But we're not here to take anyone's thunder or anything like that. At the end of the day, we're just trying to put more eyes on flat track and get more people involved. And uh, I actually ended up uh, spearheading opening a flat track here in Southern California that should be open seven days a week here in the next couple weeks. And that's kind of unheard of out here. So pretty soon, Rusty Butcher and Harley Davidson presented a track that I built in Southern California.
3: Are you, can you tell? can you tell us more, or do you want to come back on and talk about it when the, when it's official?
1: Uh, oh, I could talk about it. Um, it's going to be located at milestone MX Track. Um, right now we're playing around getting get it all dialed. We had a couple of opening days, um, to test things out. We got some DG dirt in there. and looks like we need to add a little bit of clay. And honestly, the the guy, who I'm doing this with, who runs milestone, is awesome, man. My name's Aaron, and uh, we're kind of just figuring it along the way with a lot of uh, my friends in the flat track community. They're actually diehard flat trackers, giving us as many pointers as we can, and um, it's been good, man. Uh, I got a good, solid team of sponsorships behind it. We got um, Harley Davidson's backing it, uh, S&S Cycle, Russ Brown, um, Steve Merchant, and uh, Rusty Butcher are all in Well too, as well. And um, everyone's kind of helping me build this track. And out here, there's no nowhere really to practice right now. Um, we have a, a track, local track that's here. And uh, they're open maybe once a month or something like that. But um, I just want to ride all the time. So I'm from the motorcycle world where there's six dirt bike tracks within the vicinity of me. And I can ride them seven days a week. And I, I want Flat Track to be like that. It's where anyone can just jump on bike and go try it out and see if they like it or not.
3: Hey, can you stay for one more little five minute segment after the break? I want to finish up with you proper. Yep, sounds good. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. We're going to take our final break of the program. Uh, and as we get set to go to break, I, I again want to tell you that this show, this quarter hour of the program, is brought to you by the Harley Davidson Motor Company. And if you don't, if I haven't made it clear yet, I'm going to try one more time to entice, invite, and encourage you to visit your local Harley-Davidson dealer, check out like the Sportster 48. Check out the new line of Sportsters and the XG750. And if you're a touring class rider, Road King, Electroglide, uh, Road Glide, be sure and test ride one of the touring class bikes with the new Milwaukee 8. It is not the motor of the future. It is the engine of the present. And I think you will be truly pleased with the power characteristics of that engine. It is amazing. Also, Rusty's phone is going in and out a little bit from time to time. It's not his fault. It's just AT&T's fault, not ours either. Thank you for being patient with that because the conversation is of interest to me and hopefully you. And we'll be right back with a little bit more in just a moment.
4: This isn't the sound of an engine, it's the sound of a moment, an experience, of your heart beating stronger than ever. It's the sound of discovering more. This is the sound of the 2017 Harley-Davidson touring bikes, taking you on an unforgettable journey, powered by the all-new Milwaukee 8 engine, and equipped with a new suspension that gives you more confidence, comfort, and control, so you feel the difference. Discover more at h-d.com and live your legend. Compared with original equipment 2016 touring models.
2: Crosley Brands is the leader in vintage-inspired home entertainment with a wide range of vinyl record players, radios, jukeboxes, as well as an ever-expanding line of indoor and outdoor furniture and garden decor. Today, you may know Crosley for the solid reputation they've established over the past 30 years with the well-known catalogers, retail stores, and online merchants. Tomorrow, you'll know Crosley for the products they've only begun to dream about today. Crosley, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Visit CrosleyBrands.com. That's CrosleyBrands.com.
3: What is the question that, or the, the statement that most people make who've just turned left in front of a motorcyclist and caused a major incident? I didn't see him. I mean, how many times in my lifetime have I heard a motorist on television or whatever? The common thing is I didn't see them. Well, I get it. We're a narrow profile. We wear a lot of leather. We wear dark leather. Sometimes we're on black bikes. We're not very big. We're not a, a perceived as a threat to the brain by the human eye, like if we were the size of a semi truck, right? They would see us then. So how do you prevent that? Well, I don't know the full answer to how you prevent it, but I know how you can eliminate that happening 90% of the time, and that is with a quality set of clear water lamps on the front of your motorcycle. Clear water lights are low amp draw. They're all LED technology. It's aircraft technology from one end to the other, including the electrical wiring. There's a do-it-yourself wiring that can be done if you are at all handy in the shop. You can do it yourself. Or a friend can do it for you if they're better at electrics than you are. And they have a bike, a set of lamps for every application. I invite you to go to clearwaterlights.com and look at all the products. So we're talking Christmas gifts too earlier about Crosley brands. I have an Andy 2 flashlight, A N D I E, Andy 2. All their products are named after people that the owner of the company, Glenn Stasky, has relationships with and people that he admires and loves, mostly the women in his life. In fact, I think it's all the women in his life, family and others. And Andy 2 is the finest flashlight in the world for the price. It's about $120. And it is one of the go-to units that I carry in my tank bag all the time. They make for exceptional gifts. You will not give a, a Andy 2 flashlight to someone who will not, A, first of all, use the heck out of it, and B, appreciate it fully because it is really awesome. And Clearwater is the sponsor of this quarter-hour And it's not even going to be a quarter hour because time is getting away from us of the show. Um, Rusty, I'm really excited about your flat track deal out there. And I I love all the people you've got involved helping you as sponsors and stuff. Those are people that give a lot of their time and a lot of their money to the betterment of motorcycles. And that's really a cool thing you're doing for the folks out there in the West Coast. Awesome.
1: Thank you, man. Um, Appreciate that. I've heard a lot of amazing things from flat track world about that. And uh, I just can't wait until it's all perfect and buttoned up and finished.
3: Well, it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be finished. It's going (laughs) to be in a state of change forever, but at least it'll be perfect enough for you to uh, be proud of. Yeah. I
1: just, uh, I I think you can tell with me and the way I run my company. I always overthink everything.
3: (laughs) You do. You do. I can see that, but it's okay because that drives you forward and, and creates kind of an excellence, but also, you've got a little bit of – I'm just looking at your website again, and you've got a little bit of a raw edge that I think people like, and I think it's very, very cool. The YouTube videos are awesome. Can't encourage people enough to go to RustyButcher.com. Um, listen, we had, uh, really appreciate you working with us on the schedule of the show and, and getting you in today. And Man, Rusty, thanks a lot. Well, do you go by Rusty in your daily life, or do you go by Mark and your company's Rusty? Which is it?
1: I go by Mark and the company's Rusty, but – People tend to think that's my name. I just, I just answer to it, man.
3: <laughs> I got you. Well, Mark, we really, really appreciate you. I like it. Uh, we really appreciate you taking time to be on with our listeners here and talking about your brand, talking about what all you're doing, and just keep on doing it, man. You're you're carrying that torch pretty high out there for motorcycles, Harley-Davidson, and Flat Track. We love it.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on here. It was a pleasure. And I hope everyone enjoyed the, the I I say so. Yeah, hit me up on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. you guys ever have any
3: questions about dirt racing, really uh, the track, anything, we'll okay, do. I'm and fine. folks, you need to get on. You need to get on board with his social media and check out what's going on. And Rusty, why don't you come back when you get your show kind of opened up out there and you get that track set up where people are using it on a regular basis? Call us back and let's get everybody up to speed with what else happening out there in your your world. I'm into it. All right, me too. Thanks again. That was Mark Atkins, uh, whose alter ego is a Rusty Butcher. Very cool name. Very cool brand. Pretty damn cool guy who's doing something, I think, that is to the betterment of the sport of motorcycling. And we here at Talking Motorcycles say more of that is needed, not less. So uh, great to have Rusty on. Hope you enjoyed this portion of the program. Brought to you by Clearwater Lights. Thank you for listening. It's Always a pleasure to be able to present this show to you here from Daytona Beach. Oh, I want to tell you, we're getting set to um, either before the year ends or right after the first of the year. Uh, Colette, my wife and producer of the show, and I are getting ready to load up. Weather permitting, we'll ride. If not, we may even take the car, though. I don't, I haven't made a car trip long cross-country in a long time, but we want to go north. We are going to uh, hit up three very famous museums, motorcycle museums, And we're going to culminate all three of those different. We're going to do a show from each one of them. And we're going to culminate at the Harley Davidson Museum, as I mentioned earlier, in Milwaukee, a place I have not been. And I think I need to go there because I talk about it ad nauseum. Uh, Just looking at their website, following their posts on social media and seeing what they have going on. I just can't wait to go immerse myself in the vintage Harley Davidson culture and at the, you know, at the home, at the epicenter. Of all things American, Harley-Davidson, and that, of course, at the HD Museum. So we are really, really excited about that. Be sure and check out RustyButcher.com and connect there with all the social media platforms for Rusty. And you, too, could be involved in what I think is one of the happening deals out there in motorcycle land. Hope you've enjoyed the show. i got to get out of here. For all of you that listen and share our posts, thank you for helping us get to 100,000. Uh, listeners a day. I never, I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought we would get there. Now, Rusty's got me fired up about a million. Could it happen? I don't know. It might with your help, you can help us make it happen. So that's all I got for you. Thank you for listening to this program here today. And thanks to our guest, Mark Atkins, Rusty Butcher, for being a big, big part of the show. Thank you to Crossley Brands. Be sure to buy those Crossley Radio Christmas gifts. Thank you to Dunlop Motorcycle Tires, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company, and Clearwater Lights, but I say thank you to you, because without you, none of those folks would even want to be involved in our program. Ride hard, ride safe, and have fun, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Again, next week, we're going to give away a set of Dunlop Motorcycle Tires of your choice for the bike of your choice, right here on the program. So be sure and post that picture up on social media, any of our platforms, and hashtag ride dunlop ride hard ride safe have fun
0: an Emergency hotline. Help! The idea of lining up super early for Black Friday sales is freezing me up. Don't get cold feet. Just get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep. You can get a cool 40% off your entire purchase in store right now. 40% off? Yes. And two days only, today and tomorrow, all long sleeve tees and all outerwear for the family are 50% off. 50% off? My holidays just got a lot more chill. Thanks. Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Valid 1120 through 1121. 40% off, valid through 1122. In stores only. Excludes active tees and licensees, clearance gift cards, register, land item story, and two day only deals fashion emergency hotline. Help! The idea of lining up super early for Black Friday sales is freezing me up. Don't get cold feet. Just get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep. You can get a cool 40% off your entire purchase in store right now. 40% off? Yes. And two days only, today and tomorrow, all long sleeve tees and all outerwear for the family are 50% off. 50% off? My holidays just got a lot more chill. Thanks. <laughs> Don't thank me. Thank Old Navy. Valid 1120 through 1121. 40% off, valid through 1122. In stores only. Excludes active tees and licensees, clearance gift cards, register, land item story, and two day only deals.